Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Unfortunately, we've run out of time today. Whatever it means for you in your club, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that later. Hello, welcome to We'll Talk About That Later um, football podcast. This is episode 57. Uh, unfortunately, you have heard correctly and we are back on Skype. Due to... <laughs> yeah, we don't even have the buttons anymore. Boris, you pagan. Uh, yeah, so we're back. We're back in lockdown, uh, tier two, which means we can't visit our friends, which means we can't record this podcast. Uh, but you know, with Skype, we can record it in some capacity. So this is what we're doing. We're back again. Uh, we took a little break. You might have missed us. Fear not. We're back. Um, lots of Premier League stuff to talk about. So let's crack on. The first game of the weekend. Everton versus Liverpool, Merseyside derby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what a boring game, man. Nothing happened. I was like, <laughs> happened. That was one of the more entertaining Merseyside derbies in a while. I feel like in a in a in a long time. Yeah, it really was. Everton, just to prefix it, like Everton came in uh, having been ten years without a victory over Liverpool. Um, I mean, there's still 10 years without a victory. Thank you. I was going to point that out. But... <laughs> uh, they can uh, see that as a victory anyway, though. Yeah, I mean, but this is the best Everton team in a long time. Um, mm. And so it was their best chance ever to, to even get a result against Liverpool. Um, they put up a fight, literally. What put a dirty up a team Everton are, bro. Huh? What, what a dirty team Everton are, bro. Yeah. They had they oh. so much fun. A literal fight they put up. Um, it but... was entertaining for the neutrals, though. Like, yeah, I'm sure it was. Brilliant. It was. It was. <laughs> it was, it was practically end. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Tell them. Tell them it's got nothing to do with you. <laughs> it was practically end to end. If we're being like completely honest, there was like mm-hmm. spells where Liverpool dominated, but uh, uh, Everton always posed like a threat on the counter. But anyway, Mark, uh, take it away. Ah. Let's let's talk about it. Brother, you don't have to do me like that. No, we have to do <laughs> <laughs> Um, Well, 
listen, when we spoke um, post Aston Villa Liverpool, I said the most important thing for me was the reaction um, mm. because we haven't taken a, a hit like that against Villa um, well, probably in my lifetime. We, we just haven't, uh, unless well, maybe Stoke away, but it's a conversation for another day. That wasn't like the Villa game where Villa absolutely just completely done us in and they were, were a better team on the day. But I, I said I want to see a reaction and I'd be interested to see how we play. Um, and taking aside all of the controversies, which I'm sure we'll touch on, um, I was actually really happy with the performance. Not so much the result. Um, mm-hmm. and, and we'll talk about um, why that very easily could have been a Liverpool win afterwards. But the performance, I was really, really happy with it. Um, obviously, Virgil going off after five or six minutes has ha- would have had an impact on the team then, but it was good to see that, that the team reacted well, carried on playing their football. Um, but in the end, we drew 2-2, and it's left me deflated for days. And I'm not even talking about the result. I'm talking about some of the outcomes of the match, um, mainly mm-hmm. the um, essentially Virgil van Dijk being ruled out for the season, unless he's a very, very lucky man and makes the final <laughs> couple of weeks. Um, but that's left me deflated. Um, yeah, subdued. I haven't felt like this in a long time after a football game. And, and the fact that it's not even the result that's made me feel like this... Mm. Um, yeah, I hope, it's, it's I, hope Liverpool, I hope Liverpool don't have bad results all the time now because we won't be able to speak to our friend Mark for the next two days. So if that happens, <laughs> it's a common theme, isn't it? Yeah, yeah Mark literally goes, about two or goes days. Mark literally disappears. Like you can't get because this was funnier when the game was starting. Mark was still chatting, yeah. and then and then the Virgil Van Dijk thing happened. Mark ghosted and and we never heard from him again until this morning <laughs> mark has mark has mark has left the chat <laughs> <laughs> no i am um, do you know why it's because it's because these things that like they as i'm sure they would you guys that they actually hit me hard like yeah like, we don't, like this isn't a joke for us like this is this is a passion and it's real life for us and that one hit me hard it's, seeing someone like virgil van dyke who's my favorite football player period right now not just liverpool player he's my favorite football player Seeing that happen to him, and even when I saw him go down and the physio came over and was bending his knee, I was thinking he's coming straight back on because that's, that's what had... I'm used to with Van Dijk. Yeah, I didn't think he was injured. When I saw he was walking, I was thinking, oh, he's going to come back on, he'll be fine. Yeah. But you know, uh, you're right, I... Mark. Like, no and anyway, you thought, be, you, thought, you thought they took him off as like a precaution as well. Yeah, no, but no. when I when I saw the physio, I'm not like a qualified physio, but when I saw him kind of bending his knee up and down, my first mm. feeling was, okay, that's quite positive. Because if it was really scuffered, he probably wouldn't even be able to bend that knee kind of 45 mm. degrees. But he was getting full rotation. And then now mm. we find out it's a tier three ACL, which is the worst. Yeah. Oh, um, no. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you, Mark. Bad. When I saw the replay of how far back his knee bent, I was like, there's no yeah. way he's playing the rest of this game. Well, let, I mean, let's chat... I mean, let's chat about that challenge because it happened so early on in the yeah, game. Yeah. We're going to have to talk about it and then we'll move on to everything else that happened because there were so many more controversies. So, I'm, sure I mean, people, I'm sure the people watched the game, but we'll, we'll, we'll go through it. At that point, it was one. I don't, think, one, I don't one, think it's a challenge. I don't think it's a challenge. It's an assault. I, it's well, just... Hold sorry, on, go on, Junior. No, I was just going to say, at that point, it was 1-0. Liverpool were flying. Uh, Mane gave Liverpool the lead. Um, and it looked what, like at that point, it could, well, yeah, that goal. cut him open really like um, hot knife through butter. That goal, honestly, oh. that was such a good first goal. Just quick, concise mm. passing into the and, final third. 
at that point, I thought, all right, this is going to be long for Everton, you know. Uh, cause... Well, I told you, because I expected a reaction from the boys. I told you we'd see one. And within yeah, five 100%. minutes, it was clear to see that, that they were, like, this wasn't a normal Merseyside derby for them. There was more in it because of the prior result. Mm. But then, uh, I think it was from a corner, wasn't it? Um, it was the, yeah, corner kind of got cut back to Fabino. But yeah, Abdi's completely right. It was it was practically assault because there's no way, that, there was no reason for Pickford to come out the way he did um, at the angle that uh, that Virgil van Dijk was at. So it's not, I, I don't understand it, but yeah. Um, it's a weird one. Like, why, uh, for starters, why, I, I'm not saying a keeper can't challenge with their feet, but for starters, why, why? Has he gone in the, the opposite way to, to how a keeper would go in for the ball? Mm. And secondly, his um, his leading foot was at the height of Van Dyke's hip. Mm. Like, this dinner, this yeah. was a disgusting challenge. And they're saying that they couldn't... Well, we don't know what they're saying because they're, being, mm. um, they're moving a bit weird with it. But it was either they couldn't challenge it, they, they couldn't... Um, kind of give him a red card because it was offside but we've now found out that that's not false. true yes yeah, not, yeah. not true and mm. um, so it's just another another muck up from David Coote who was the same man who failed to send off La Celso for Tottenham and got given um he kind of got I say in quote unquote got rested for the next week he got pulled out of action mm. so that's twice mm. now he's been on VAR and he's made massive mistakes yeah. Just on the issue, just on that, yeah. What I was thinking is they obviously didn't give the foul because they claimed it was an offside, right? Yeah, yeah, so that, which they made that, down that makes to... that makes that makes no sense because when we'll come on to it, but when Richarlison fouled Thiago, the referee already give foul from Mina, so yeah. at that point, the game is dead when they give the free kick. But still, Richarlison goes on Thiago and gets a red card for that foul. So why can't um, uh, Pickford get sent off for that shocking foul? It yeah. makes no sense. And then, of course, with, with the way that kind of a referee in English football is, is that that then had a big impact on the game because Pickford's then there to make a wonder save from Jean yeah. Matic. When yeah. we're two, oh, the header, we'll yeah. On. Mm. And he shouldn't have even been in the position to make that save. And it's all these it's the small details that a lot of people won't notice. A lot of people will, but it's a very hard one to take. Um, and and the verge, the verge injury is is really hard to take. I saw. No, I saw. I saw something. Okay. Go on, go on, Gina. Um, I saw something um, on Sky Sports that was like, um, I can't remember who said it. That they said they should change the rule to when you get when you injure a player, you should be suspended for the amount of time. That that player has been has to be out for. So, for example, Pickford, in 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 theory, would be out for the same amount of time that Van Dyke would be um, for making these crazy challenges. Yeah. Listen, I I don't actually agree with that. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I, was um, say, I don't and, agree with that. Um, I I kind of hear how he's come to that conclusion, but um, no, I don't agree with that. Um, but there should be. There should be some sort of ret- retrospective action that can be put into place to say, "All right, this challenge was actually so much more worse than your average kind of red card free game ban." Is there not some way you could look at saying that like, this was actually reckless 
endangering, you've just ruled out a player at the peak of their career, it's got to be more than three games. He's not even getting three games, but there should be some sort of tier. Yeah. You've got your three games for your, your kind of your red card, your, your, your red card, and then there's maybe more, five or six, seven or eight. But uh, I didn't really, like, I was just going to say, like, I don't agree with that because as bad as the challenge was, Pickford definitely didn't intend to purposefully hurt Virgil van Dijk. Like, I'm sure he didn't make that challenge thinking, I want to make sure that you're out for the rest of the season. Of course not. But yeah, I, 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 yeah oh, but it's reckless challenge. So no, that's of course the thing. it is. I know, but... reckless. And, and in all honesty, I don't think he meant to do what he did, but I do think he meant to leave one in on Verge. Yeah, like, as in like uh, just get him early on in the game. Oh, he he'll like he'll probably be back on the pitch in a sec. I, th- I think yeah. maybe that that might have been meant. I don't, I don't agree. Like obviously, same with you, Tanya. Definitely didn't mean to kind of yeah injure him how he did. I do think he meant to kind of. But I don't. I don't think off. the the meant to is such a big part of this because nobody goes on the pitch meaning to harm someone else. Obviously, this stuff happens like Gomez with Son last season where yeah. it was such an innocuous challenge um, and it's just like um, sorry, Junior. Son on Gomez, Son on Gomez. Um, yeah, yeah. Junior, Roy, Roy Keane definitely went on the pitch to hurt someone so. <laughs> I mean, but that's, that's a psychopath right there <laughs> but oh, I agree I agree with you saying 100% that the, the thing is with, with intention is it's, it's that it, uh, to me, it doesn't mean anything because we will never know what someone's intention is. Mm-hmm. Like intention, we only can judge people by their actions. So um, that action there was a reckless challenge that set someone back a big portion of the career at twenty at the prime of their of the career, and they're twenty nine years old. Who knows if he's ever going to come back to the level he's at? And this guy's not even going to face punishment. But even if he did, he got a red card. That's three games, and Van Dijk is out for the whole season. I hate so, to break it to you guys, um, but the Premier League have already come out and said yeah, that yeah, no, he's not going to have. Uh, there's worse. no retrospective action going to be taken. But would that that wouldn't even benefit Liverpool? You would want him to come off in the game. No, really... yeah, do you know what? It's not even about benefiting us anymore. I think it's about um, a marker. Just, just just the Premier League just coming out and yeah. just saying, "Look, we got this one wrong." Yeah, I thought, point, I, thought, I, thought, I thought Tanya was going to say uh, that's not even going to benefit Liverpool because Pickford is still playing. <laughs> so, uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, it's true as well. Cause... Yeah, kind yeah. of. Um, yeah. But anyway, just, there was oh, so much I still... hope Virgil gets better, man. Honestly, like, mm. I hope there's like a miracle where he comes back because everyone loves Virgil. I love Virgil. Yeah. Like, a player like that yeah. should be in the Premier League week in, week out. Well, it's, it's clear to, the, lo- the love that he's got from the footballing world, which is nice to see. It's clear to see how high, highly regarded he is in the footballing world because mm. uh, he's been getting a lot of love from uh, players now, players from the past and players from all over the world, not just players from Liverpool and the Prem. Yeah. Uh, but let, just before we move on then, I will... Um, um, oh God, I was going to say something and I just I fully can't remember what it was. That's it. So... Um, Virgil van Dijk has done an ACL on his ankle before when he was at Southampton and it ruled him out for six months. And, and what I'm trying to have a positive outlook here. And he came back from that one strong, fit, firing. Uh, and all I'm, all I'm hoping for now is that something similar happens with this ACL. It, it's a bit worse and it will keep him out for slightly longer. But he's done it before. Mm. Yeah. Um, I, I want to see him do it again. And yeah, just um... even, even the most cynical rival fans. They would rather he just play all the time, but just be bad rather than have be, uh, you know, a serious yeah. injury to be out for so yeah. long. Nah. Yeah, just prayers out to Van Dyke because, like, 
knee injuries are, are always the worst. Um, and it, it, it takes a toll on a player. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's still so much that happened in that game. Um, the offside we didn't talk about. Wait, wait, hold on, hold on. That's way into the future, Tanya. Uh, no, I don't Everton know equalised. <laughs> Everton equalised. Um... Proper dumb hands. <laughs> <laughs> and and shock, shock. Yeah. Shock horror. It, um, Van Dyke comes off the pitch and we concede from a corner. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't have conceded that if he was on the pitch, you have to say. <laughs> I, I don't think Adrian has, I don't think Adrian has a, Adrian has any strength in his hands, man. That's the He has a goalkeeper. <laughs> primary use is in his hands and he can't use his hands properly. <laughs> Actually, it's I'm hard enough as it is, Abdi. I just oh, <laughs> sorry. No, sorry. <laughs> Come to think of it, I uh, think that was the last message we got from Mark was about Adrian, and then he locked off, yeah. and we never saw him again. But then Mo Salah restored Liverpool's lead. Yeah, and what a finish, by the way, because he didn't have time to really manoeuvre his body or anything, no backlift on the ball, just straight into the bottom corner. It's 100, isn't it? Guys are shooting. 100 goals for Liverpool, yeah. yeah. I think he's... Um, Top twenty all-time scorers for us now. He's which so is, mad. Which is mad. So lethal. Um, that three years ago. That's crazy. <laughs> that, yeah. it, it, it is crazy. Um, and then everyone's. No, no, I'm going to say that. Uh, but the player of the moment equalised for Everton. Dominic Calvert-Lewin. Tanya left just as we're talking about him because <laughs> she loves him so much. Abdi, you see, listen, I just want to let the viewers know, Ab. So when Dominic Calvert-Lewin scored, yeah, Abdi put in the chat, Calvert-Lewin, my boy. You don't know how close I was to leaving. I was just, <laughs> I, I was just about to leave the whole chat. Yeah. I, I was already hurt. I didn't need to see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just thinking, what's to the next North London derby? Harry Kane's name's coming in. Can't be capital letters. <laughs> I, had, I had to think twice about that one. I was just like, no, nah, he's going to F off in it. <laughs> I, when I saw that message come through, I was like, Abdi, no. No. Careful. I'm just rubbing my hands. Next North London derby. No, Mark, Mark. Just know I'll be active in that chat. No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, hey. If, if like, Richardson scored, I wouldn't have said that, bro. It's because nah, no, I'm Calvary joking. No, I'm joking. I'm joking. He's elite, though, bro. That guy is an, is, is, he's yeah, an he's... athlete, you know. He played really well as well. Yeah. And then... The most, uh, one of the most controversial parts of the whole weekend. Uh, uh, Mane was given offside uh, in Jordan Henderson's uh, winning goal, uh, which got disallowed, obviously, and it, the game ended 2-2. And I think, you know, I've had, like, strong views about VAR, but I really think, yeah, that decisions like that using VAR is ruining football because... Bro, how is that offside? It's not. I was looking, it's not actually offside. Do you know how many refs have come out and said, "I've looked at that still image," and, and plus it was they they can only stop the um for those image still images that they get. They can only stop um, passages of play every zero point two seconds. I was reading up on it, so um, they actually the freeze frame that they chose the ball had just left like kind of just left Thiago's foot, mm. so they're still they're freezing it a frame too late anyway. And he's still oh on side. What are they doing? They need um, people that know what they're doing. Honestly, like. But the thing is, ridiculous. is that the the thing is that as long as you have humans looking at stuff, 
there's always going to be errors. Like, yeah, human error. It's, yeah. it's, it's a thing. Listen, but, I, I've yeah, been... but they, you could tell they looked at that three, four times. Like, how can we make it offside, man? Yeah. That's no, piss take. And also, Thiago is such a piss taker, bro. Why is he always looking away every time he passes the ball? Yeah, he took the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he took the mick there. Um, yeah, but um, what, what I'm thinking is like, if if that is su- if that is the case where we're getting decisions like that, why not revert to the old way where linesmen put up their flag and get it wrong anyway? Because that yeah. is like, easier to accept mm-hmm. than, than that. Oh, but you you say that. Like, do you know what? It's just I I just you say that. But we had a goal at the Etihad when VAR was never in use, um, and Raheem Sterling was about a meter onside. And it got given offside. This is we're going off on a tangent here, and that had a big impact on. Uh, I can't remember exactly which season it was. Uh, 13, 14. 13, 14 and and we didn't win the league that season. Um, but we've got, it's just uh, yeah, it's a hard one. It is a hard one. We're, we're seeing like, like it's worse as well. It's made worse by now. It was Henderson who scored, and um, Pickford was the the one who made the error. Yeah. So then it would have been justice as well. So I felt so bad that because he really deserved that winning goal, that big winning goal at Goodison in the derby. He deserved that, and it's just been taken away from him. But we've seen it so many times where like they're they're looking at really nothing, like a hair, a toenail, and it's just like how can you deem this offside? Like it used to be yeah. that um, the attackers were given the benefit, exactly. the advantage. But now it's not even that. It's just That's... like if if the guy even if his shadow's offside, he's offside. <laughs> yeah, if, nose, if his breath, your foot, your if his breath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, literally. Like if there's a semblance of, of a part of him is offside, it's offside. It don't it don't make sense. Like and it's ruining football. It can't even be. It can't even be Mane's hairline because he doesn't have one. Hey, that's unnecessary. Why? Why? <laughs> that's no, reality, but, um, nah, all in all, because I, I, I personally would like to move on from this game as soon as possible. Um, and Richarlison sorted Thiago as well, by the way. Yeah, that was a... That, that, was that right there. But at least, uh, honestly, that was 10 times worse than Pickford's challenge. But at least he had the guts to kind of come out straight after the game and say sorry and apologise. Whether he meant it or not, we'll never know, yeah. but he's done it and he's got it out there. No, I think I, he I'm still apologize. yet to see anything from Jordan yeah, Pickford. He, tweeted anything fair enough, or... he might have sent a personal message to Van Dyke, and I know he spoke to Jordan Henderson after the game to to check in on him and that, but it's not good enough for me. Um, and that challenge from Richarlison does not be- it doesn't belong on a football pitch. Yeah. That's not football. Mm. Like, he he did he knew what he was doing there. You don't go in for a challenge like that without intending to do what you're doing. And the, and the scumbag movement of pretending to be injured just after. So yeah, prick, man. so cheeky. That's yeah, the third time he's been sent off for, for violent conduct. Like It's a yeah. recurring theme with him and he needs to stamp that out because... Yeah. Um, let's move on because uh, there's a lot to talk about. Uh, the next game was Chelsea, uh, uh, Chelsea Southampton. Didn't watch um, this game. I haven't even seen the highlights, but I did. I, I did. did. I watched it. Yeah. I haven't. Been. I need to. Bruh, Chelsea need to actually practice defending seriously. Mm. Southampton can get got through them so easily. <laughs> they just time, need to practice. Time again, 
it's like it's like Lampard skips that session every day, every week. <laughs> like, what is it today? Defending? Yeah, one day off. Yeah. But it's it's Lampard. Why is he still picking Kepa? Oh. Like these same no, play- the new keeper. Listen, Mendy was injured. Listen, yeah, listen. Mendy was Pick the other guy. Why is he picking Kepa? Listen, uh, Tanya has a point because the two <laughs> goals, <laughs> two of the goals that Southampton scored, Kepa. The, especially the one where uh, my guy rounds the keeper. Like, Kepa, the ball's no. not even close to him and he just dives. And the guy rounds him. Oh and then he goes and kicks the ball onto the post, which comes back into play. <laughs> and Shea yeah, yeah, it right. in, the, in the roof of the net. I think, is that the one? And, where, which is the one when Kurtz... Because one of them was partly... Yeah, yeah. Zuma, Zuma's bad pass. But yeah. if you watch Kepa, he lets the ball go under his feet. And he could have <laughs> easily got sent off as well because he fouled Che Adams as Che yeah, Adams running through. Yeah. yeah. And then he comes back as well, kicks the ball against the post. The guy is hopeless, man. He's not even like a... Uh, he'll be a better goal today, man. He is a hopeless... <laughs> professional <laughs> for amateur not even good at all last goal is his fault as well isn't it oh no no um was that's the guy header yeah or, i don't know it's just a liability like if you're a chelsea fan and you see kepper starts you 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 know you're conceding when was the last time he kept a clean sheet but also where was tiago silver was he injured because i don't think he started yeah. he? Oh, do you know what is he injured or are they just saving him for tonight Oh, it's... You got to think so, about no, he, it was... He did... Because they were saying something about... I don't know if it was COVID or something, but he definitely wasn't available for yeah, this right. game. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, because... I've got to be honest with, with you. Go on. No, I was just going to say they started with Zuma and Christensen. That's it. Yeah. Uh, Which, it, it isn't the point I was going to make, but I personally just don't think that's, that's a partnership that's getting you top four. Mm. No. Um, But... So, if you're a Chelsea fan, are you, are you thinking maybe, uh, well, what's John Terry doing at Aston Villa? We could actually do with him here or something what along the lines. Not to, <laughs> well, at this point, maybe, to be fair. But um, the thing is, is that we all knew what Chelsea needed to do in, this, in a transfer window. We, everybody, everybody knew they needed a new keeper and they needed a defender or a couple of defenders. We all knew it. It was like, there's not a which, which they kind of did with Mendy, Silva, Chilwell. Yeah, but Silva's face. Oh, not as far as well. But oh. it's hard though, Junior. All the top defenders, like they're really. No, 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 no. I don't want to hear that. Bear man spent bare money. They spent two hundred million on uh, on players. <clears throat> they got a striker that they wanted. They got Havertz for ninety million. Don't tell me they could have got Upamecano from early. He was available early. Mm. Then like they offered him the contract. They you could got have got him. Is that? Mm. I, I'm not. I'm not saying he wouldn't, but would he? Would he want to go there? Like bearing in yeah, mind, this no is guarantee. a player who probably, looking at sent young, young up and coming centre backs, could probably get a move to any team he wanted. Really. Okay. Well, then, such is the quality of him. Fine. Okay. I'll take that point. Arsenal bought Gabriel for twenty-three million. That's yeah. yeah that's fair point. Yeah. And that was a great signing. Um, Spurs went for um, the uh, Inter defender. What's his name? Um, Scrinia. Yeah, for sixty million. Telling me Chelsea can't afford that. Chelsea, yeah. of course, yeah, Chelsea, they can. Chelsea wanted. Um, Chelsea wanted. What's his name? Um, Declan Rice. Declan Rice. Yeah. Not, not he's a midfielder though. Yeah, I, no, he's he would, a centre back by trade. Or yeah, yeah, can be. No, he can be. But even Declan Rice has said that he wants to play mm. DM. 
Well, I, I just think Chelsea are going for Liverpool kind of 13 14 season vibes. Mm, They're just going to try and outscore, man. That's it. But I yeah, think Tamori, yeah. I think he should play Tamori. Yeah. I think he's looked decent for them. I'd go with Thiago and Tamori as centre Yeah, I think yeah. that well, would be decent. You know what? You I make a good that... point, Tanya, because yeah. Everton really were pushing hard to sign Tamori on loan from Chelsea. Mm. And it just shows like. Good established that. Premier League clubs want want him to play, and it just don't. Considering this is the same manager who was given youth the chance last season, like exactly. consistently. But on that point, Mark, he himself came out and said, he, "That's cute, but it's not going to win you anything." <laughs> yeah, that's what he, he said. He loves Mason Mount as well. Like he loves. That's him. exactly what I was going to say, bro. He wants to play. If he could play Mason Mount centre back, he would, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, him, Southgate, man. I don't know what it is, bro. They're just obsessed with Mason Mount, bro. Yeah, Did you see know. when Grealish put in a man and a match performance against Wales, yeah? And they asked him about it, and he goes, Grealish was all right. But Mason Mount did great when he came yeah. on, bro. He was <laughs> Mason. Oh, Mason Mount, bro. Mason, Mason. I love you, bro. <laughs> Shut up, man. Like, these are just guy. obsessed with Mason Mount. It's hard to see what Mason Mount produces, you know, because, like, he doesn't, his, his numbers aren't high in terms of goals and assists. Um, no. So it's kind of hard to see like what he's actually bringing to to the teams. I know that people love to go, oh Mason, he try, you know, he's a trier. He work, his work rate is yeah. good. But bro, like, what what does that mean? If you're no, not, no, he does. He's a good player. No, yeah, no, I, I, I'm not even. I I think Mason Mount has got a lot of quality about him. Yeah. Um, but I, I do think when you look at that Chelsea team. I don't know if this is unfair or not, but I do think maybe he plays a little bit too much considering the quality that yeah. they've got. But again, I don't know whether that's fair or not because I don't watch them week in, week out. I watch Me them as either. much as I can. But I agree. I agree. Mount, the thing is, the, the, his, his qualities is one, he's a goal threat, and two, he's really good at pressing. So I guess managers mm-hmm. like that. But yeah, yeah. you see, it's, it's not about Obviously, like you said, he's playing a lot. But it's the guys that are being sacrificed. Because like Kovacic didn't play at the weekend and Mount did. And also, like, you see guys like Barkley who's balling out alone. He's been sent yeah. out alone. Yeah, Mount is the one playing all the time. So, um, yeah, that's, it's more about who's not playing. Um, mm. let's, let's, let's move on. Um, we've got so, Werner yeah, scored. Werner scored two goals. Yeah, Werner yeah, and Havertz scored. Um, Havertz actually um, got... Got a goal from a uh, Werner assist, so mm. Werner did. Um, oh, played really well. Decent. Yeah, Werner did, and he's introduced him, quote unquote, himself into the Prem now. Um, mm. And just quickly before we move yeah, on, <laughs> and he's not going to have it until he bags twenty in a season. Southampton, Southampton are basically a Bundesliga team, bro. They've got quick. <laughs> uh, I, I, when when Aubameyang bags two against them, I'll ask you that same defense. question. Oh, I mean, he even scored this season, so yeah, I, I mean, he has against yeah. Fulham, but he hasn't really. Um, and I was just going to wrap up by saying it's, it's um, uh, Theo Walcott back playing football, kind of. Um, yeah, he got an assist. Probably week in, week out, got the assist oh, for the equaliser. Yeah. It's typical Theo Walcott assist, yeah. He went for a shot and it looked like a cross. <laughs> <laughs> assist is an assist, isn't it? And it contributed to the winning, uh, to the he, equaliser. He looks, like, he looks like Lewis Hamilton so much now. <laughs> Oh, it's the hair and the beard. It's the hair and the beard. Um, let's move on. Uh, Man City versus Arsenal. Um, at the Etihad. Let's move on. I actually have a lot to say about this game. Oh, right, for a one-nil, Tanya, you're moving no, mad. No, because I just, I think 
you're defending really well and your defence has massively improved. But I don't know if you're maybe jeopardising your attacking play. Because I don't know, Bamiang's not scored yet, but we can't get too carried away. And scored I against think... Fulham. He scored against Fulham. Yeah. Well, know. you know what? It's not even... He has scored, but he's not even... A, he's Having not top. getting the chances, and B, he doesn't seem yeah, to be in the area of the pitch where he'll get those chances either. Well, and Arsenal... Arteta. Well, Arsenal last season... Well, Arsenal last season... Um, we're one of the 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 worst clubs in terms of creating mm, um, chances. Mm. Um, we tra- desperately tried to sign um, an attacking midfielder, uh, but it didn't work out because I think that's what we lack on the um, in midfield is like someone we have players who can win the ball back, but it's that transition from um, defense to attack. I think we lack a little bit because right now. Because of that lack of creative creativity, we're trying to hit teams on the break, or we'll mm. um, we'll play more majority down the wings. And I think once that's been sussed, um, then mm. it's kind of hard to to find anything else. Because like Danny Ceballos is really good, like at like spreading play and stuff, but he's not, in my opinion, like a cam, like a proper cam who can mm. just create. Yeah, he's stuff. like a creative eight. Yeah, me. yeah. But I, one thing that I've noticed with Arsenal is that this might be a bit of an exaggeration, but about seventy percent of your play just continuously goes down the left. The left, yeah. And yeah, like mm. it's just it's a bit predictable at this point. Mm. So I, I don't know. I think that that move and Thomas Partey will probably allow you to do this, but that move back to four at the back opens up a lot more options for you in terms of how you play. Because even yeah. I've noticed yeah. it, it's, it's just continuous. You're your left wing back will tuck into left centre mid. Your left back might push on a bit, but it all goes down that left. Yeah, I think I, I hear you. Like, I hear you. I think our is like limited um, by what he has, um, and therefore, obviously, tried and tested. I feel like, and Tanya, I do agree with your point in terms of like shutting up at the back has cost us mm. attacking wise. But I wouldn't say Arteta's got it wrong because we were shipping in too many chances against us and conceding too many goals last season um, mm. and in previous seasons to be fair so the fact that you can look at Arsenal now and fair enough we lost 1-0 um, but you can say like like we were actually in the game it, it wasn't like we usually get battered at the Etihad yeah. and we usually get battered at Anfield and we gave well not so much at Anfield but at, at least at the Etihad we gave like quite a good account of ourselves we battled we were in the game it wasn't like Man City um, I, I think pressure. second half though for me you you could yeah. come out a bit more that's what I was a bit mm. I was a bit surprised because I just think it was a good time to play City Aguero went 100% fit neither was Sterling yeah. no De Bruyne I just thought right Arsenal come out in the second half and actually have a go yeah. and I don't think we did I, I but, agree with Tanya because um, in the first half as well we had we had some decent opportunities. Edison, you know, he got lucky with that chance where Saka did the one to Saka, by the way, was fantastic. Yeah, so, he, he yeah. really is just fantastic. He's so just true. fantastic. Yeah. He's, he's, he's a water player, man. Um, my biggest issue with the whole thing is that, like you said, obviously we don't have the most amount of creative players. We did try and buy one in the summer. But there's other ways you can mitigate. You know, Liverpool don't have the creative... Before Thiago, they didn't have the most creative midfielders. But they got mm. out of that by having a really two really creative um, fullbacks as well. So I feel like we definitely should be trying to create chances for our fullbacks more. Um, yeah. What I didn't understand at all was um, Aubameyang left wing and Willian false nine. Um, 
That's what that, I meant. Get that at all. And yeah. William, by the way, um, five games in, I'm done with this guy. I'm done. And you don't know how many people have losing, said that. Losing the ball every time you get it, bruv. It's like watching Mkhitaryan, man. You're not invisible. Stop trying to dribble full 65 <laughs> players, bruv. It doesn't make sense. Do you know what? I, I, I thought, sorry, uh, just a quick comment before you move on. I thought when you signed him, you were signing him to come and be a part of your squad. I didn't think he would be starting most of your games. I'm not nah, and, 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 I knew it. And, and I'm giving Pepe six more months. And if he doesn't, I'm putting him in the bin. <laughs> you say that <laughs> with so much passion. No six way. Because I'm not having to play every single game, thinking it out. And you're the real record signing. No, bro. Um, uh, what's his name? Kepa is Chelsea's record signing. And we've seen him stink it out, bro. I'm not allowing this guy to stink it out all the time. Every single time, like trying to dribble through. Pre- like these two, William and Pepe, they think they're invisible, bro. There's players in front of you. Try and do a one-two or something. <laughs> like, you're not invisible. Like you can't, you're not running through cones, man. You're running through human beings. And and I also think yeah, one thing my friend said that he actually messaged me like about seventy minutes into a game, and it actually was really damning in in the fact that he said to me, he goes, Arsenal are actually painful to watch. Yeah, and it was I true. Did, I, I didn't enjoy it. I was I like, yeah, actually, oh, we are we have swapped places with Chelsea. Chelsea. They were boring under Mourinho. Tottenham were boring under Mourinho. Tottenham scoring yeah. goals now. Chelsea goals, leaking goals. I'd rather we score goals and leak goals than just be boring and lose one nil, bro. <laughs> so, this is the thing. Like that's what Junior was saying. Be the only thing is, you're not you're not conceding a lot of goals. You've actually got like probably one of the best defenses, which is a good. That's an achievement for Arsenal. Like the old Arsenal would have. I don't mean that in a bad way though. But if I'm an Arsenal fan, I'm uh... really happy. That it's only one nil because let's be honest, like last season it was three nils, you know, that's that's good. But I just think you could have gone for it more, man. You could have won that game if you really wanted to. I just think like I hear what all of you lot are saying and and I agree and, and stuff. And I think Arteta must look at it now and think like we need to put mm. a Yang through the middle and play yeah. um and start playing uh like what Mark was saying, like move to a four-three-three, and I think Partey will help with that. Um, he should have came on earlier as well. I think I don't know yeah. why this you're, whole. But you're bringing in. Yeah. Uh, but you're bringing on. on. But you're bringing on a, a DM when you're losing one 0 It's not like. Uh, he's not just like a, he's just not like a proper DM. The guy. Can, I know. I know. I feel like remember when Yaya. You remember Yaya Torre came to Man City, yeah, and everyone thought he was just a DM. But he came and he became this, you know, boxer box monster. And I feel like Partey could do that a bit. Obviously, he's not as technically gifted as Yaya. Oh, I'm so glad you said that at the end of that sentence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, but Yaya Torre is a big shout. But I hear, I, I hear the comparison that you're making. Do you know what I think will be a good, a good um, a measure of Arsenal's progress is your game against United in a couple of weeks. Oh, I'm looking and forward to that. It will just be interesting to see whether you kind of deploy similar tactics to when you went away to the Etihad on the weekend, just gone and try and kind of soak it up and then take your chances when you get them. Obviously, you didn't on the weekend, but that would have been the plan. Or if you go out and say, look, we're a better team than these. Let's go and show it. And then like, it'll be a good test of, it'll be a good marker for both teams, actually. For a neutral, like myself and Tanya, that'll be a good game to watch. Because can yeah. I just say, like, Man City ripped us open once and that was the goal that they scored. And even then, it was... Um, uh, Leno saved it and parred it into, parried it into the center of the the box, which, might I add, had two City players completely unmarked. Um, my man was sleeping. I don't know. Oh, anyway, um, 
but yeah, so like, so it was good on that aspect to not see Arsenal completely ripped apart. Mm. Uh, but anyway, let's move on. Uh, Newcastle <laughs> played Man United in the late game on Saturday. Oh, that game really annoyed me. <clears throat> I'm so angry they won. Hate United. Uh, hey, hey, are, are you guys? Are you guys not happy that victim model professional? Um, Harry Maguire is God, and he's, you know he's responded to all the criticism, the unjust criticism. <laughs> what a Long hero! He went to Greece and, and, and got a, got assaulted and thrown in jail for no reason. What a hero! He is <laughs> yeah. someone to aspire to, someone who's come through such yeah, hard times, um, and you know he's made it through, and he's he scored the equaliser. Um, anyway. No, nah, but Rashford had a good game as well. Then, Rashford. Watching, watching them treat Maguire like an X Factor sob story, bro. No one told you. You 2020 minutes for England and get sent off, bro, and cost England the game. I started to feel like, so like when I see his face after he got sent off, and I just saw, wow, this looks like a defeated man. I started to think, right, all right, maybe I've yeah. been a bit sorry for him. Then I saw him step out onto that. Pitch in the United kit, and I just want nah. to. <laughs> 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 oh my! God. But anyway, so the game started. Luke Shaw with an own goal. Um, and I thought, here we go again. Now, nah, but Harry Maguire equalised. Um, then some cracking goals by the end, though, isn't it? Yeah, Bruno Fernandes mm. missed a penalty. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, so he Fernandes didn't turn up that day. Now. Now we've seen exactly how to what to do in a Bruno penalty. Don't go down early. Just stay up and mm-hmm. you'll meet. But you know what? He didn't even he didn't even do the hop this time, did he? Yeah. Or whatever he does. Yeah, he yeah. didn't do it. He just he looked, he looked at Darlow standing still and then he went, <laughs> okay, well, <wrong. laughs> it was he a really was poor penalty. But then he did he did make up for it by scoring what I thought was the winner on the eighty sixth mm. minute before the, which, by the way, what a finish! What a finish! Perfect mm. into his stride, and then he put it top bins. Man, what a goal! No, that was a good team goal, though, as well. The play, that was good play from United. I have to say, yeah, it was. It was. Guys, can we talk about the next scorer? <laughs> a A W B. Oh yeah! I forgot he even scored. Yeah. <laughs> AWB scored, but then he's also been scoring off the field as well, isn't it? <laughs> oh my god! Alright, I've got to play for you guys. Yeah, I got. Tell me if you can hear it. Yeah, I've got something to play for you guys. This is this is Wambisaka. Um, uh, this is Wambisaka after the game. Yeah. And I uh, appreciate my fans also. My wife and my girlfriend. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Uh... <laughs> I love you so much for my heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that was saying that he loves his wife and his girlfriend. Shout, shout out to him. <laughs> <laughs> it's all going off, man. There's some of the... Some of the Mate, yeah. that, United, I don't know. What a season, man. It's just, it's just a bit bad. Mm-hmm. You know what? They, they, they needed a win like that, though. Yeah, they did, mm. yeah. I just find yeah. it funny on United Twitter. They're all going, why is it always us, man? Why is it always... <laughs> they were like, nah, why, are, why, are play- why are our players so horny, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why they're all on the pitch, that's why. <laughs> Solskjaer is a criminal for that first let's start in 11, bro. Uh, man came out, yeah. Fred, Daniel James and McTominay 
and Mata who can barely walk, bro. That is mad. Well, no, Mata had a, Mata was. Yeah, yeah Mata Mata's was, been okay Mata recently. It's, it's um, Van der Beek. He just doesn't want to start him. It would just be, it'll be interesting as well. Yeah, he really doesn't want to start him. I but they've got, well, so obviously, if you're a long time listener, you know we record on a Tuesday. So United mm. have got PSG tonight, and that uh, that I'm looking very oh, much oh, forward to. Please, yeah. And playing Neymar just spazzled over Maguire, man. <laughs> make Maguire quit football. <laughs> That's how bad I wanted to have. Like, you know? If they can make Maguire, well, that'd be, be amazing. <laughs> make him what? Quit football. Quit football. <laughs> oh, don't yeah. be like that. Have you seen uh, the video of uh, Bruno Fernandes finding out that he he's yeah. going to be captain tonight? Neither. Oh no! <laughs> 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 All right. Um, well, shout out to you, know, They got the they got a much needed win, um, like Mark said. And for United fans, hopefully that kickstarts the season. For everyone else, I hope that the I hope that the circus continues because I'm enjoying watching it. Um, <laughs> well, glad, I'm glad they that this happened because um. They won because uh, they'll keep Solskjaer in the job for a while. Yeah, I'm true. Scared. Keep him in for a bit. Yeah, that's quite true. Part of what you're saying. And then, uh, listen, you know, I'm they'll... still scared that he's on the market. Someone's going to nah, get he him. Is. He's going to be in so a job. I just pray, and, and I feel like all the roads are leading to it, but I'm just praying it's not a city. I think it's from your United, you know. What's I really Mark do. Um, Mark saying, Poch, stay on Universal Credit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. He's, we're still paying him, so he's good right. for now. Unlike right. Poch, you know. Right. Unlike. Tottenham are paying Mourinho and Poch. Mad. Yeah, I'm sure we are, unless we've stopped paying him now. I don't know, maybe. Now we go into, like, now we go into like a boring kind of boring section of, of the weekend's football with two 1-1 draws. So, El Crapico, Sheffield United versus <laughs> Fulham. I love uh, that. And, yeah, that, I think that sums it up, bro. El Crapico. Just yeah. Like yeah, man. So, then, what, five, so it, it finished what? 1-1. 1-1, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ad, well, shout out Adamola Lookman who scored his first, um, his oh, well first goal for Fulham. Well done. Mm. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, um, Fulham, I looked at starting 11, yeah, and they were like, all right, cool, we've got like two minutes left in the transfer window, let's just buy them a smile. <laughs> yeah, that's what I think when I see that team. Um, then we move on to uh, this weird derby, um, Crystal Palace versus Brighton, mm. uh, which also ended 1-1 with a late goal from McAllister and then Lewis Dunk got sent off as well. Yeah, he got sent off. But, uh... Yo, McAllister guy, yeah? yeah? He's from Argentina, right? Yeah! Yeah. So Why does he sound like he's from Scotland? <laughs> <laughs> that's called Alexis McAllister. That's like... Yeah, yeah. M- m- that makes sense. <laughs> um, and then, Tanya, take it away. Oh, that, do you know what? I'm still so bloody annoyed about that game because obviously West Ham, Tottenham they seem to be our bogey team they do always get some points off us so I was a bit apprehensive but I thought no we're going to take these not man Gareth Bale and first half Kane and Son again I don't know they're, they're levels at the minute like for me they're the two best players in the league right now like they're just on some next level Kane was all over the shop he was in the box defending 
brilliant goals, 3-0 up. I thought, cool, we've got this. <laughs> Second half now, I was getting annoyed because I was already sensing West Ham are getting back into this game and we weren't controlling it properly, which I was a bit surprised about because Mourinho, usually you'd think, all right, 3-0 up, let's sort of, you know, see the game out, be professional. But Sanchez, goodness me, like, I don't want to see him at centre-back ever again. I'm, I'm not even joking because literally within a minute, of the game, he kicked the ball to a West Ham player. Like, he's, he's done. Yeah, he's yeah, I, saw, I remember that, yeah. And I was like, <laughs> mate, he's not going to have a good game. And he gave away silly, like, free kicks and that. And then the own goal obviously happened. And then um, they scored again. And I was like, you know what? We're going to end up during this game. Um, and then bloody Landini. I mean, it sounds like a bloody pasta, bruv. Like, what a goal. Landini... <laughs> Well, listen, pastors are destroying bangers. Write that down, Tanya. Will, <laughs> down. That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what the commentator said. Pasta, he scored. Tottenham fan, I was just—it's so Spursy. Like, how can you be three 0 up in the eighty-second minute and then end up drawing like that? Can hey, I just, hey, Tanya, I'm not even trying to put it on you like this. Is the history of the Tottenham. <laughs> yes. It's, it's yeah. the um that's the first time someone's ever come back from a three nil deficit with eight minutes to go. Uh, honestly. Or ten minutes just... or whatever. And you know what the the like the funny thing is, you know, Gareth Bell came on. I actually thought, oh, this is gonna give the boys a bit of a boost. Like, don't get me wrong, his goal, he should have buried that. He At three two up, he should have buried that. Should... I was like, Oh my god, Bale. He done all the hard work as well. Did all the Put himself work. into the position. Oh, he sat on Bonadon, isn't it? Yeah, but listen, let's. Um, I think West Ham are due a bit of credit as well. Um, but they're not though, because we were all over them, bro. Like, it doesn't. We, it, they didn't but, have an answer. But they deserve. It was a ninety-minute game, isn't it? Exactly. They came out of the game with a point, whether you were all over them or not. They scored three credit. goals, and so did you. That's that's where yeah. I see. Like they, they at three 0 down, they didn't just pack it in. They got the they got the first goal back from a corner, which probably gave them a bit of hope. And I guess the second goal was quite lucky but when you watch me, it back. Mark, I think we allowed them to do that. Like, even the third goal, Winks, like, just clear it properly, man. Like, even Aurea, he gave away a silly free kick. Like, it's yeah. things like that. I think when people yeah. say Tottenham are going to win, like, we're not, no way going to win the league. So Tottenham fans saying that we're going to title challenge. Don't get me wrong, we've looked good. We're scoring a lot of goals. But oh we my God! Behave yourself. No, but <laughs> I'm, Behave I'm, yourself, I'm bro. saying some Tottenham fans are genuinely getting carried away. Yeah, calm down. It's not going to happen with that defence. Tanya, I hear everything that you said, but you kind of have to give credit to West Ham because although you allowed them back in the game, they still yeah. had to take their chances. They still had to be in the game because that first half, Tottenham could have been flipping Honestly, miles and miles away. It. So, uh, no, it. credit West Ham on, on that. And plus, since um, their first two defeats of the season, they've beaten Leicester. They've, um, yeah. they've beaten some other man as well. And, and then they Wolves, came back from... Wolves. Yeah, Wolves, that's it. Um, and they came back from, um, from three goals down. So, David Moyes has, has got some reaction because people were, like, proper, like, hating on, on Moyes. Like, they got rid of um, yeah. Dan Ganga and they got rid of... Um, Felipe Anderson and all this kind of stuff. They they barely brought anyone in, although they they did sign Ben Rama on loan from Brentford. That's but, a good signing. Yeah, but like they've got they've got a makers of a decent like 
six to twelve place team that yeah. it's gonna be it's down near the bottom. Isn't it? Man, come on, we should be beating these guys. Like this. Andy, there's no easy games in the Premier League, man. Like, it's a London derby. But, it's a London derby. But, but imagine like we're three nil up. Like we should not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We should be getting three points there. Like it's it's absolute joke. The players and squad that we've got, bloody West Ham, West Ham, the scum. Oh, I don't know what Whoa. to take from that because it's like the other hand hey, is that Kane I'm is saying, yeah. playing really well, but defensively. All I'm saying is, it's, all I'm saying is that West Ham hate Tottenham, Chelsea hate Tottenham, and Arsenal hate Tottenham. Maybe it's just Tottenham who are the scum. So, <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's definitely you lots with the problems, I think. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone's, everyone's got an issue except Tottenham, yeah. of course. No, it's true. Yeah. Everyone, Harry Kane's got to be one of the most hated players in the league. Everyone takes the piss out of the guy when he's, listen, so, mate, best striker in the Prem, best player in the Tanya, Prem. Tanya, 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 Tanya. Just because no, people banter Kane, just because people banter Kane don't mean they don't like him. I feel like it comes from that, though. It's like, come on, like, why no, is he's the, he's the best striker like, in the league. Yeah, but you don't see no one bantering about Yang's hairline. <laughs> oh, you do. You bring up every week, man. <laughs> anyway, no. Oh, uh, I think I, I, so. Just quick stat, quick stat on West Ham. Yeah, um, the last fifteen years, only three teams have come from three 0 down at half time to draw three three. Two of the times is West Ham. Thanks for that. I said two of the times it was West Ham. The other time was uh, Chelsea a couple of weeks ago with against West Brom. How many times have um has a team come back from four 0 down at half time? Oh, oh yeah, my, I need <laughs> <that>. <laughs> yes. I had to get my I had to get my two but, pence. Uh, in. But to be fair, was there not a red card in that game though? Yeah, the RB got it's sent a bit off. different. No, this is this is embarrassing, man. Honestly, Tottenham. Anyway, what? we have digressed massively. <sighs> yes, we have. We moved. Leicester we moved. versus Aston Villa was the next game, and um, I swear down commentators sometimes should just not talk because <laughs> Aston Villa got the ball. Um, on the halfway line, and my guy goes, it's not over yet! And then, two <laughs> seconds later, Barkley bangs it in the bottom corner. <laughs> Leicester fans must have been fuming. Yeah, they must have been. I didn't know it was a last-minute one. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Like, 90 plus one, and then the ref Ooh. blew shortly after. Everyone is praising Aston Villa for um, their midfield and attack now, how it looks really good now, especially their midfield. But their defence have been really good. They've only conceded two goals, mm-hmm. three clean sheets. Um, that centre back, what's his name? Um, Konsa. He's playing really well, and people are talking about him getting called up for England at some point. So, and um, Martinez was a was a great enemy of. Yeah. But people need to calm down though. Like them and Aston Villa and Everton are not winning the league. I don't care what anyone says. Whoa, who feel... said Villa? Bro? No, but I think some people are getting a bit carried away. I think everyone is like it's still way and too also, early. You were the one who said Everton are going to win the yeah, league, yeah? That, so you can't. Is... I never said that. <laughs> yes, you did. Ladies, we have Dominic, have you gone through Spotify? Spotify. <laughs> no, please, please go through Spotify and, and literally tell me the exact minute I said Everton are going to win the league. To be fair, no, to, uh, to cool. be fair to Tanya, just on her last point, it was off air that she said they were going to win the league. Oh, uh, so anyway, yeah. but um, nah, shout out Villa, they. It doesn't look yeah. like they'll be um, scrapping relegation this year. So God, no. um, four wins from four. Uh, it's got to give them praise, I guess. Yeah. Um, 
Gavlet Big up Grealish again, another yeah. faultless performance. Oh. Another man of the match performance as well from um, from Grealish. Captain's oh, performance. Yeah. You can tell he really, really does care. Yeah, hundred percent. But let's move but on. Yeah, he's obviously not good enough for England. Obviously. Uh, yeah. Obviously, yeah, yeah. Man like Southgate, innit? Um, what a waste, man, bro. Let's let's move on. We got two games left. Um, there's really not a lot to talk about. Uh, West Brom Burnley has to be one of the most boring games that has ever happened in the history of football. Right, on to the next one. First nil-nil of the season. Forty seven games. Sat down and watched the game. Stop watching football, bro. Me? How, I didn't watch the game. No, how, that was one of the pay-per-view ones. Anyone who even considered that, I need wow. to have a chat with you. That's fifteen pounds down the drain, bro. Who's yeah, paying that? that? Um, then it was Leeds versus Wolves, and it was uh, it was like a really late goal as well from Jimenez. Um, close game. But yeah, one they're, not even trying, they're, not even, they're not even trying to hide the fact that they want to be Portugal, bruv. That kit is Portuguese <laughs> kit. <laughs> it really is. Uh, but again, um, VAR had a hand in disallowing Saiz's goal. Um, I don't know if you've managed to seen it. Yeah, which is a, yeah, shame. It was a nice goal as well. Yeah, it was a really nice goal. It did look offside to me when I saw it first time. But no, maybe I was wrong. I don't know. Wait, it did or didn't? No, it didn't. It didn't. I thought it was a legitimate goal. Uh, his foot was a little bit offside. His right foot. His, what, his right One of his studs were offside. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even Saiz, it was Pedence, who, who later drove into the box and, and, and crossed it in. But anyway, we're, we're, I don't know, man. VAR, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> let's go on, Abdi. He wanted to talk about some of the European... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, with Champions League starting this week, um, a lot of teams... Almost looked like they had one eye on the Champions League because quite a lot of teams dropped points, like Chelsea and Liverpool obviously dropped points. But then in Europe as well, you had Real Madrid losing at home to Cadiz. That's, oh that's, my so, god! That is like Liverpool losing to well, the newly promoted teams are all right. So, but I mean, who who got promoted? Like, it's like Liverpool losing at home to Fulham. It doesn't make sense, bro. Wow. Cadiz got promoted. <laughs> Cadiz got promoted, and um and Real Madrid won the title last year, so they lost at home. Uh, Barcelona also lost as well to Getafe, so that's two mm-hmm. that two wow. definitely should be. Um, elsewhere, you had uh, I didn't I, I don't have any updates on the Bundesliga because that's the boring league. I can't bother what that's crap. <laughs> um, uh, Italy, there was the Milan derby. Um, Zlatan scored twice, and AC yeah, Milan finally it. won. A- uh, Lukaku scored for Inter Milan, but can we just take a moment to talk about the criminal that is Antonio Conte, man? That guy, he he is a top coach, and when he gets a good side, he can definitely make them play well. Yeah, like he did with Italy, where he he, he did well with them, and he did we did well with Chelsea because he has good players. But this is a guy who almost likes to play with a handicap. He wants to have crap to make them play well. This is a guy who actually paid actual money to sign Vidal and Kolarov. Yeah, Vidal, who was so washed up, is playing. This is a guy who, when he was at Chelsea. Had Seth Fabregas and chose to play Bakayoko and drink water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true, man. He's, he, he's tasting players. is so disgusting, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that's pretty much my roundup on Europe. And also, we've got the Champions League coming up soon. As well. Oh, just one thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah? The, when I was watching Bayern Munich a couple of weeks ago, yeah. This is how you know the Bundesliga is an unserious league, yeah. Because when every time someone scores... There's music playing, which I've seen happen in the Premier League now, and I don't like it. 
but they play music after a goal, which is bad enough here. But Bayern Munich's after goal <laughs> music is Looney Tunes. It's what you're the European yeah. champions. And you guys, your after your after goal music is the Looney Tunes music. This is an unserious yeah. league standard. Man. Uh, Come on, it's like it's like no, that's rugby league stuff, bro. That's what Bolton Wanderers and Middlesbrough used to do when when Bolton used to score and you hear I feel good. It's unserious, and now the whole. And also Tottenham the other day when they scored and Harry Kane scored, all I hear is no, I don't want to hear that crap, bro. Stop playing that music. It's like being at darts, man. This is football. But shout out to Ibrahimovic who did score um both goals in that Milan Derby win. he he said he um he said he feels better than ever. And he said if he had the um the the kind of physical prowess of a twenty Five-year-old Latin, he'd be the best player in the world. Is yeah. kind of oh, what he was getting at. But it's, it's impressive. He's thirty-nine, almost forty. Wow! And he's wow. still one of the best strikers around at the moment. And I don't say that lightly, like because he keeps he keeps doing it. Also, he he also said that if he was like what you were saying, if he was like um, twenty, that he'd be the top scorer in the world. Like he would just get four <laughs> times as many goals. The confidence this guy has, man. I wish you I had a little it. bit of his confidence. I can't even like him. <laughs> I wish I did. But he's 39 with a ponytail, man. Love <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Man's banging in yeah. goals. Is that okay? Nothing uh, right, wrong with that because he's got long hair, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Uh, let's move on. Um, do we want to talk about Man of the Week, Abdi's favourite segment? Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, go on. Want to come up with a candidate? Yeah, this year, uh, this year, this week, we've come up with uh, four men that we think um, could be man of the week. Um, we've got uh, Jack Grealish. No, not Jack Grealish. Sorry, uh, Ross Barkley for his winner at um, against Leicester. We've got Jimenez. Yeah. We've got Martinez. We've got. Uh, Lanzini. No, he's not in it, bro. No. Lanzini's <laughs> definitely in it. Nice that's yeah. all he's gonna do this season is that goal. That's it. And that's all he needs. Lanzini is a good player, man. You need to respect him, bro. Yeah, no. Oh, but to be fair, that's all he needs to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> Juventus are one nil up against Dynamo Kiev. If you care, uh, Morata has. Been... playing now. Yeah, some six now. o'clock kickoffs. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, so yeah, so we'll post that on the on the. Uh, how Twitter. is Kane not in this list, please? Yeah, I was about to say you have to vote for Kane. You, you have to put Kane in there. No, I mean no. I think he should be in it, but I think. I think, um, I, think Over week, I, I, I think the man no, wait, of the no, week um, options also have have to be kind of fulfilled within themselves. If that makes any sense, like I, who's who's Harry? What, Harry Kane wouldn't want to be in this poll. Not that he cares after. <laughs> Come after being free and enough and drawing Wait, free. I, yeah, but he was he's man of the week for me anyway. He gets my vote. He should yeah, definitely be in there. Tanya, I think I think this is kind of like Ross Barkley scoring a last minute winner against in a derby is mad. Lanzini scoring the equaliser in a derby is mad. Like from four, um, from three 0 down, um, that's the kind he, of like. Vibes. He scored two goals. He, I'm sure he assisted. Son he did get the yeah. assist, but do you know what? We, we can replace. We can replace uh, Jimenez, Jimenez yeah. because 
the, the goal itself was quite scrappy anyway. Uh, he didn't yeah. play great. Hey, little deflection. Dead, bro. All right, <laughs> relax. Kane's on the list. Okay. But even, one, anyone who bangs anyone who bangs a last minute winner from thirty yards against a last minute equaliser from thirty yards against Tottenham is man of the century for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Big up pasta. Nah, he, he belongs in the Tesco food aisle, yeah, the pasta section. Bro. Also, <laughs> also, who doesn't love who doesn't love pasta, man? Come on. Yeah, man. Um, all right, let's quickly. We've got we've got about eight minutes. Let's say. Um, let's talk about um, firstly. Let's talk about this. Yeah, Liverpool and Man United. They uh, they wrote to the Premier League to ask, well, not ask, to propose, to proposal, the project big picture, a big shakeup. Oh, yeah. um, it it was labelled uh, the biggest shakeup in a generation. So the project big picture is. Um, basically a plan that started in 2017 but has been accelerated by the coronavirus pandemic and it is um sort of packaged as a 250 million pound rescue package to the efl um 100 million given to the football association and 25 percent of future premier league revenue to the efl um because obviously due to the coronavirus they're having a lot of like uh, money issues and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, the project big picture, what will change is the Premier League is reduced to 18 teams, four relegated teams and two promoted the year it kicks in. Clubs who finish 16th in the Premier League to replace the sixth place championship club in the playoffs um, Whoa, to, to kind nice. of ensure their, their, their safety in the Premier League and the Whoa. League Cup and Community Shield to be discontinued. Um, how does it and then there's a power shift as well so currently in the Premier League there's the rule of 14 so 14 Premier League clubs have to agree on something for it to be given as a unanimous vote but the proposal suggests voting rights hand over to the nine longest serving Premier League members so that's the big six and Everton West Ham and Southampton oh Um, and then uh, so yeah, that's what they proposed. And last week, um, the Premier League offered the EFL fifty million. I think it was fifty million. Yeah. Um, in uh, money, so that you know, so that they can distribute it for the seventy-two uh, other clubs. And it what was, the hell is that? Good? What is fifty million going to do, bro? Yeah. And it was flower rejected. Um. So. I, I don't know what you guys think about that, but I, I, I think it's it's one way of lessening games in a season for clubs who play Champions League and all this kind yeah. of stuff. And there's there is a small bit of benefit for EFL, but in the grand scheme of things, I, I don't think it, it matters a lot because you're also scrapping cup competitions where they get revenue from, mm. especially ah. if smaller teams go f- like... I know League Cup, they don't get a lot of revenue. Mm. Um, Community Shield doesn't really matter, but um, but uh, the the League Cup is, you know, it's, it's just uh, a thing. Like, you get bigger clubs visiting your smaller club, uh, TV think, yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I yeah. think the plan for the League Cup was to just 
uh, take Premier League teams out of it, but still have it continue. But I, I don't, yeah. They already have. They've got that though, don't they? Yeah, they've got they, the violence thing, innit? They've got the leasing.com cup. Um, that is the back of the name, bro. <laughs> and they've got, um, they've got that other thing that they do as well. So yeah, yeah. these men already have enough competitions. Yeah. I mean, mm. one of the only things I agreed with on that was the 200 million package for the EFL. Yeah, 250. Um, 250 million. And uh, not agree with, but just think it would make for an like, intriguing, entertaining watch is the... I quite, I quite like the idea of... Forget like the the twenty teams, eighteen teams things. I'm not talking about that, but the um the playoffs where yeah, um, I mean, too, I like the that. the one prem team will play off against a couple of champions. I quite like that yeah. idea. But That's exciting. Yeah. I, do that like, in the I, like, I was yeah. about to say they do that. Yeah, in they do actually, and I quite like that idea as a concept. But for me personally, I just like I just like the league as it is. Yeah, same. same um, yeah. And then Liverpool and United weren't content with just that. They went and. Um, they are now uh, part of 12 uh, teams who are in talks to make a European Premier League. Yeah, so what so does this mean? More than Spain. a dozen teams from England, France and Germany and Italy and Spain are in negotiations. As many as five English clubs could sign up. Top placed teams in the new league would then play knockout football to conclude the tournament. Prize money for the winners expected to be worth hundreds of million, millions of pounds. And the provisional start date could be as soon as 2022. Um, so basically what it is, is basically having sort of like a Champions League, but mm. in the league format throughout the season. Oh my uh, God. And then, make, and then having it kind of like play out. And then it's like the championship where the top six or how many other teams go into a knockout stages and they are crowned like champions of Europe kind of thing. But then what does that mean for the Premier League then? So this is the thing. <clears throat> um, so I, I, it, I, I assume that it's meant mm. to be alongside... Yeah. You're right. From what I'm reading as well, that's what I'm taking oh. from that, is that it's just... All of the domestic leagues would continue as, as they would. Yeah. Um, but... And basically, yeah. um, it's like it's basically replacement for the Champions League. Um, and okay. what they've said is, though, uh, the founder clubs, um, this is what they propose, right? The founder clubs of this European Premier League could not be relegated for 20 years. Uh, I, I absolutely hate this idea, man. What? No relegation. It's like the MLS. Yeah. Mm. Nah, I hate this idea. And also, like, how's it going to work? So, like, you have this European Super League. The Premier League will obviously die and all these other smaller leagues, which are obviously less than the Premier League. The Premier League obviously garners the most money. Uh, so those teams already have to contend with losing players to the Premier League. So then they'll end up losing players to this European Super League. So all the big teams will, will just buy, all the teams that are in this European Super League will mm. um, buy, you know, and also, like, how's it going to work? So, um, if you say, for example, eighteen teams from from what five five leagues, so that's what um, less than two. Well, I don't know what's the maths in there. Less than four teams per per league, uh-huh. and then so. But now in England, you've got six top teams. You've got seven or eight teams that are big now who want to be in it. So that it's replacing the Champions League. But what's wrong with it? Just keeping the Champions League as it is. Yeah, and exactly. what's going to happen? So, we say, for example, you take the top, you take the top four from England. 
you put them in this European Super League, then there's going to be two teams left. Like, what are they going to aspire to? Do they ever get to this to this league? Are they going to be yeah, working so with it? And obviously, and also these leagues aren't going to work alongside this idea to have a European Super League. So they're not. So the reward for winning the league is not going to be like you get promoted to the European Super League, is it? So it it doesn't make sense to me, and I think it's just too much of a convoluted idea right now. Yeah, so like the the plan is to in this European Super, uh, Premier League is to for the first how many ever years to, for it not to be uh, a relegation, so that the same teams compete in it every single year. Um, obviously, there's mad drawbacks to that because, um, like Abdi was saying, like what's the benefit of finishing top four or or winning the league for lesser teams? It doesn't. It's not going to change anything for them. They're not going to be able yeah. to compete in these, uh, in this competition. And then, yeah, like revenue is going to be crazy because the teams that participate in the European Premier League will get mad money. They're going to get bare money, and the teams who can't participate in it obviously then can't compete in the transfer window. Um, so yeah, so it's a, it's a, it's a bit crazy, and I'm against it as well as a fan but i honestly and this is scary i can actually see it happening no maybe, don't say maybe, that junior maybe and because it's like 2022 i don't i don't think it will happen in 2022 but i could see them restructuring the champions league in a way that they get it done in the next like i don't know five or ten years uh. oh hold on hold on let me just stop this right now yeah Chelsea have submitted their Premier League squad, yeah? You know how every team is submitting their Premier League Uh squad? (laughs) Their 25 players. No word of a lie, they've included Petr Cech. (laughs) What? Wait, what? No, they haven't. I'm showing you guys on camera now, yeah? I don't know if you can see it. Where's that from? Nice. Can you see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. somewhere there. You see it, yeah? Swear to God, Chelsea. No, they they haven't. They just brought him up as like it's weird because like Mendy, Kepa, and Caballero are all in there as well. So I don't know why. What Chelsea. The hell? This guy retired two years ago, man. Crazy. Uh, Crazy. Speaking of which, Ozil has been left out of um, Arsenal's Premier League team as well. Yeah. That's mad. Arsenal versus Ozil is going to be a Netflix documentary soon, bro. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, Kurt Zuma's middle name is Happy. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt Happy Zuma. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah, so what are your thoughts before we wrap up? I mean, we've got like three minutes left. What are your thoughts? I'm against it. Don't want it to happen. Keep it as it is. I think he meant Ozil being left out of the squad. <laughs> no, I meant I meant the oh. uh, no, I actually meant the European Premier League. Oh my bad. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, ha Abby. My bad. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's actually a mad thing, isn't it? Yeah, but these these are just. I feel like football is going in the direction of money anyway, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. I mean, this is just going to be a money thing. Crazy. Crazy. Do you know what? Finally, I've just seen something. Um... Because I just wanted to check that, but yeah, some some big journalists are saying that they've been told that Petr Cech being on Chelsea's squad list is not categorically not a mistake, which is just <laughs> oh my weird. God. Yeah, what? that's funny. Well, shout out Petr Cech. Let's see him back in action. Yeah, I mean, with the rate that Chelsea's um, goalkeeping issues yeah. are growing, I think 
I think even Chelsea fans would welcome that. Yeah, well, I just had a look and, and Mendy's starting tonight, so at least he's back fit for them. Yeah. Well, if there's nothing else to discuss, and I don't think we've forgotten anything, um, yeah, we'll end it there. Cool. Woo, woo. Epis- <laughs> episode 57. Um, Big up pasta. <laughs> Big up pasta. We'll be Mate, back. I... Ooh. Daniel? No, I was... I had nothing. Don't worry. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, same actually. I'm feeling Vapianos, but obviously it's a bit of a long one. Uh, so, yeah, so we'll be back next week as ever. Um, Mate, who knows what's going to happen next week? The way these games are going, you don't know what to expect, honestly. It's so high scoring as well. It's just bare games. Mm. Just yeah, we got Sheffield United at home. I'm just praying. Just I just want to watch a game where I can just. I'll get a couple of early goals and let me just actually enjoy oh, this one. Uh, Mark, I probably will, yeah. yeah. Seven. Uh, Mark, I could see a seven. Sheffield United yeah, are Liverpool, Liverpool could play no centre-backs and you still keep a clean shot. We've got Man United and Chelsea as well, which might end 10-10. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then Mark was talking about, oh, yeah, it would be good to see... Arsenal versus United, bro. I can't even see us getting past Leicester. Like, let yeah, me... you got a couple of tough games coming up. Yeah, yeah let me Leicester breathe. home. Yeah, let me breathe. Um, no, win that game, I think. He, I think Party has that. to start, but we'll see in it. Arteta's a man of many tinkerings. Mm. Well, I guess we'll come back hey. and we'll, we'll we'll speak about that one next week. Mm. See if he does start. Cool. All right. Well, see you guys uh, next week, yeah. and uh, yeah. Peace out. Cool. Don't forget Peace. to check us out on socials, guys. Yep, yes. yep, yep, yep. Please do. Peace Bye. out. Sports Social Podcast Network.